This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, February 3rd, 2014. I'm Caleb Brown. Educating young people around the world means empowering parents to make better choices. And in some of the poorest parts of the world, parents are spending their own money on private schools to get their children educated. James Tooley is author of the Cato book, The Beautiful Tree. He discussed some of his experiences at the Cato Institute in October. It was about, it's in the year 2000. I was a sort of expert on private education. Um, I'd become an expert, a reluctant expert, because as we all know, and the accepted wisdom then was very clear, private education is about the elite. Private education is for the upper middle classes. And I was on a journey in India, in Hyderabad, where I did live for a while, um, on a mission, as they call it, from the International Finance Corporation, the private arm of the World Bank, helping promote elite private education. I was there doing due diligence for the Indian School of Business. And I was, as I say, I was dissatisfied because my work, I felt, shouldn't be about the rich. For whatever reason, I felt I wanted to be focusing on what the poor were doing. But in private education, what to do. So I, on a day off, I went into the, the old city of Hyderabad. I went to the Charminar here, taking a picture, taken at night, where I'd read in my rough guide to India, the slums of the old city were based. And I went with a hunch about what I might find, but was delighted when I did find the down a street corner into an alleyway, I found a low cost private school, a private school in those days charging around a dollar a month. So suddenly the parts of my life seemed to come together, the interest in private education and private schools in the slums serving the poor. I went to this one school, then I found another and another, and I soon connected to about 500 schools which were part of a federation. And I spoke to parents, why were they sending their children to these private schools when they were poor? Clearly they were poor, and yet the, the government schools, the public schools as you call them here, the, the government schools were free. They provided free lunch, at, you know, free lunch and free books and everything. And parents told me their children were abandoned in the public schools. So I then went to visit one of these public schools. I'll never forget the sight of those 130 children sitting on the floor in a classroom, eager to learn, learning nothing, and contrasting that with what was going on in the private school. So I came back here to Washington, D.C., really excited, very excited, went to the World Bank, the IFC, telling people the story. People said, no, 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 no. There's nothing much going on here. Calm down, Tooley, calm down. You found maybe a few businessmen ripping off the poor. That didn't seem to fit in what I saw. So I got funding, managed to get grant funding from the John Templeton Foundation, and went on a journey looking in places like Kibera here, which is not far away from the shopping mall in Nairobi, Kenya, where such terrible things were happening last week. The accepted wisdom says something, a boy like this, um, Frank, where does he go to school? The accepted wisdom say he must go to public school or he's out of school. We followed Frank into the slum, going along the Uganda railway there, into Kibera, and in fact he goes to a low-cost private school, one of about a hundred in the slum of Kibera. Or we went, there's another one, or we went to even in rural China where we were told definitely not by the, the British aid agencies, definitely you won't find any private schools there. We abandoned cars, we traveled on these three-wheelers in remote villages where harvesting was going on. It was September, harvesting was going on, just as you would see it for hundreds and hundreds of years. We asked people and eventually found 
in the most remote villages in these foothills of the Himalayas, private schools, low-cost private schools serving these poor communities. In fact, we found 586 of these low-cost private schools in these remote mountains. So this was all really exciting. Then in Ghana, in the fishing villages like this one, Borciano, in just outside of the city, the capital city of Accra. Again, where does Victoria, where does she go to school? She's a daughter of a fisherman. She's the uh, daughter of a fisherman and a fishmonger couple. Where does she go to school? You probably guessed by now. She's in school, yes, but not a public school, in a low-cost private school, the Supreme Academy in Borciano, run by this man, Theophilus. Um, we actually, we did a film, I, some of you might have seen it, called The Ultimate Resource, where we had, we went on the fishing boat with the father and wonderful going out at three in the morning, coming back with fish that they caught, Joshua his name. We asked him, why does he send his child to a private school? And he told us, well, he tried the government school, it's right next to his house. He tried it, he'd seen the teachers wander in at 11, leave at midday, and he said the reason why the private schools are better than the government schools is because there is a private owner. If you don't teach as expected, you'll be fired and replaced. It was just like a fishing boat as far as he was concerned. People, if they didn't turn up for work, they didn't deserve to work. Totally unlike in the government schools. So this, I think, has been something for me to celebrate. The beautiful tree, as you say, just out in paperback today, is a celebration of these schools. It travels across those countries and others and says there's something extraordinarily exciting going on here. The poor are not acquiescing, as I said, in the, in the government schools, the public schools where their children are abandoned. They're now in these private schools, a majority of kids in the, in the poor areas. 70% of the poor kids in urban and peri-urban areas are in these low-cost private schools. We tested, we've tested around 35,000 children now. These low-cost private school children outperform the government school children at a fraction of the cost, and the fees are affordable to parents on poverty line in incomes. James Tooley is author of the Cato book, The Beautiful Tree, now out in paperback. You can order your copy at cato.org.